Chapter 21 of Puss in Boots, Jr. and the Good Gray Horse. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Puss in Boots, Jr. and the Good Gray Horse by David Corey. A Miscount. The king was in his counting house, counting out his money. The queen was in the parlor, eating bread and honey. And now, let us see where little Puss Jr. was. Oh, yes, I remember now. He was in the garden of the Blackbird Pie Castle, where the poor maid's nose had been nipped by a naughty, bad blackbird. Well, after the good doctor had gone, the old retainer took Puss to see the king, who was so busy counting his money that he didn't even look up. Your worship, began the retainer. What do you want? asked the king angrily. I've just counted up to three trillion two hundred and thirty-seven billion nine hundred and forty-eight million seven hundred and fifteen thousand four hundred and and now you've gone and made me miss and i'll have to count all over again start off at four hundred a few sovereigns less won't matter to a king said little puss jr i'm not so sure about that replied his majesty taking off his crown and scratching his head one likes to be right as well as king nobody said my lord cried the old retainer but consider your health. Let's take this wise cat's suggestion and quit for the time being. All right, said the king. Let's go find the queen. She was in the parlor eating bread and honey. How do you do, my dear Puss Jr., she cried. I am very well, thank your majesty, he replied. I have just heard what valuable assistance you have rendered our court, continued the queen. Puss would have blushed had not his cheeks been covered with whiskers. I did but do my duty, your majesty, he replied. What's that? asked the king. Did you not hear, my lord? cried the queen. Our maid had her nose bitten by a naughty blackbird, and our little friend here quickly fetched the doctor, bringing him on his good gray horse in short time. Indeed, exclaimed his majesty. I will reward him. He shall have a castle and a retinue. Your royal highness, exclaimed Puss Jr., I am overwhelmed with your generosity but I needs must decline your offer, for until I find my father, the famous Puss in Boots, I may not rest upon my journey except for sleep and refreshment. Zounds! exclaimed the king. You are a gallant cat. Would that all my subjects were as faithful to their duty as you are? But, he added with a smile, you shall rest here for the night, for a good dinner and a sound sleep will make you travel the faster on the morrow. The queen by this time had finished her bread and honey. Come out on the terrace, she suggested, for it is cool and pleasant there, and the flowers are very beautiful. I would show Sir Cat our flower garden. The king, therefore, gave his arm to the queen and Puss gallantly held up her train. The three walking slowly out upon the broad terrace. The sun was quite low in the sky, for it was late in the afternoon. The big hills to the westward seemed to hold up the sky and Puss wondered whether the jolly old son would not bump himself as he slid down over the edge of the world. Come, Puss dear, take my hand, said the queen. She then went over and sat down on a marble bench. Picking up Puss, she held him in her arms and commenced to sing, and presently he fell fast asleep. The queen looked up at the king and said, Is he not a dear little cat? And the king, for answer, took from his purse several gold pieces and tucked them away in Puss Jr.'s pocket. End of chapter 21. Recording by Valentina Vicelli.